I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. For the third time, and welcome to the Get Fucked podcast. I've actually remembered to press record that time, so yeah, and I burped over it. You did, didn't you? Sorry, twat. I might have done that on purpose. Oh yes. Um, I am James. Oh yes. <laughs> I think you did that. It's a good one, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Oh yeah, my, my name's Johnny yeah. from the Get Fucked podcast. By the way, in case you hadn't read the title. Yes, and this week, as you may have heard, depending on whether Johnny's found a soundbite, is of course. Winston Churchill, don't think that's... Yeah, I mean, I'll put this on by in now. We shall fight in France. We shall fight on the seas and oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. There you go. That was a good soundbite, wasn't it? Because no one's ever heard that before. Let's hope. Let's hope so. Yeah, it's, it's quite an iconic piece of. Uh, yeah. A piece of soundbite. What's the word I'm looking for, Johnny? It's quite an iconic soundbite. Is the yeah, word you're looking yeah, sorry, for? Not piece of soundbite. Anyway, Winston Churchill, Johnny. Yeah. Do you know whether we can hear the radio in the background of that? Um. Go on. They used to do it in the war. Every time they did a speech, they'd always have a radio playing in the background. The reason being that if there's a radio in the background, they can't. Um, the Germans couldn't cut up the audio and use it as propaganda. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, hi guys, so it's Johnny here. I'm just listening back to this as I edit it, and um, it turns out there wasn't a radio in the background of that speech, and I genuinely thought there was. Um, so all that's just bollocks, and the next bit's probably bollocks as well. Uh, sorry guys. So they could have cut it up so it said we will surrender on the beaches. Yeah. Yeah. But the that's why so that's a little factoid for you there, listeners. We're getting straight into it, Johnny. You've not had any elaborate stories, have we, so far? Um like, Oh but then again it's not your research, is it? So you don't need yeah. to pad it, do you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How have you been anyway? I've been good, mate, I've been good. We're currently sober. I'm on coffee, you're on tea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, weird, it? it is for now. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna have a drink later on. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, no show without punch, is there? <laughs> exactly. Anyway, oh, terrible drinking during the podcast is not ideal. And you've got your reptile. Oh yeah, if any, about. if anyone can hear any scratching in the background, my baby girl's back and she's <laughs> going fucking mental. Baby girl being your tortoise, rather yes. than anything else. Anyway, Johnny, we'll start with a quote from Winston Churchill, despite the fact he started it with a quote, pretty much. Yeah. I wouldn't lean too heavily on this table, by the way, because these legs are telescopic. Right. And I'm not convinced of how much weight they can actually hold. Are you trying to say that my honesty. shoulder is... I'm saying, you've got a, I'm saying you've got a fat elbow, is what right, I'm saying. Right, okay. Thanks, thanks, mate. Anyway, a Winston Churchill quote. Um, and when I read this quote, I thought, this is like the podcast. 
Hmm. Success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the enthusiasm died off a while ago with this. I it? mean, I'm enthusiastic. I get it occasionally and yeah, I you, turn up. Yeah, you turn up. You show I pick up, you up as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Make you made you a tea. Yeah. Uh, we haven't ever mentioned that yet. Have but, we? Yeah, but earlier on you are like, I'm assuming I'm going for a pint later. Yeah. So really now I'm just drinking, buddy, aren't I? Oh, yeah, I mean, the only reason we're doing this podcast <laughs> is because I don't want to sit in the pub by myself again. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that was Tell it. the listeners about your pie. Um, Johnny made chilli pie. Yeah. It's all right, nice. Was, wasn't it? Pastry was good. Yeah, he doubted me. Well, the pastry's the hardest bit of the pie. Yeah. And you said it came out of a packet. Did, yeah. Packet of pastry. So there you go. But I maintain that I did very well. I came up with the idea. You came up with the idea of a pie? Well, I came up with the idea of that pie. What, a, a chilli pie? Yeah. A, you, you know what I'm doing next week, don't you? Go on. Bolognese pie. If you can do a pie, a large pie, Yeah. with Get Fact on it, Yeah. at the top, that'd be good. You could do that for next week. Yeah. So a larger pie, a big pie. Yeah, big big pie for you, yeah. yeah no, it's it's surprising it. that you're sat here asking for a big pie. With the horns stuck in it. Right. Like out of the dandy or the bean or whatever. No, and the, the get facts or just, you know, some letters on the top of them. Anyway, Johnny, we digress. I did have a brilliant idea today. Did you? What was that? I want a chocolate cake pie. A, a pie, pie where the filling is chocolate cake. Again, that's that's probably been done. I need someone to make that for me. Right, is that, so, is that one of your like subliminal messages? Or something no, just, just I just want a pie with a chocolate cake in it. <laughs> So you can just buy a chocolate cake and just put it in that pastry that you buy. Well, that's what I'm going to do, but I want someone else to do it, ideally. Right, well, you do it. Fine, I'll do your chocolate cake you pie. you could be a pioneer, then, couldn't you? Wait, well, I won't put it in my ear, I'll put it in my mouth. <sighs> Johnny, anyway, this is... See, you bring me down to your level. <laughs> Winston Leonard Spencer Churchill. Married an American, that's right, listeners. Uh, Winston Churchill's wife was an American. Wrong. His mother was American. Shit. You're an absolute cretin. Winston Leonard Spencer Churchill, born 30th of November 1874, uh, Woodstock, Oxfordshire, he was born. Mm, the festival. Uh, I don't think it was at the festival. Uh, a little bit before the time, I think, there. Uh, born into the family of the Dukes of Marlborough, so they're Duke. the ones who make all the fags. Yeah, yeah. they do, and also, um, and fags are hazardous as well, so they had to change the name because <laughs> cigarettes are so bad for you. So, to the Dukes of Hazardous, Marlborough. Yeah. Lights. Um, a branch of the Spencer family, apparently. His father was Lord Randolph Churchill, and he served as Chancellor of the Exchequer. Who the fuck's called Randolph? Um, people back in the 1800s, mate. Oh, right. And he was classed as a charismatic politician, his dad. Yeah. Now, his it's, mother... It's, it's pronounced charismatic. It's, it's like arithmetic. His mother, Jenny Jerome, was an American socialite. What on earth is going on over there? Um, you have to turn her into an ashtray. Right, hang on. Cheeky. And this is where you talk to her like she can understand you. Just frisbee her out the window, that's the best thing you can do. Or can you not just sit her, sit her on your lap just for the entirety of this? Come and sit, do you want to record a podcast with Daddy and James? Why do you talk to her like that? Come on, there you've got a special girl. Let's see, let's see like, we can't even... Have to... She's with us now, listener, she's going to have to go on she's with us. She won't be with us much longer if she carries on on my podcast. Now, his mother... Called Jenny. Are you listening now? Are you just looking about? I'm just checking teeth. Is understanding you? Yeah? Uh, was an American socialite from Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. Um, and was classed as a. Um, sorry, I'm reading backwards here now. She was a talented amateur pianist. 
Really? I've got got a talented amateur (laughs) penis. (laughs) Um, It's mad to think, like, the class of the socialite, um, that's like, in today's world, that's like Paris Hilton. Yeah. Being someone's mum who ends up being like a really... She is someone's mum, isn't she? I don't know, is she? I assume so. (laughs) I don't think think she's yet. Because I think in that video of her, when she's having sex with that boy, he doesn't... He does it on a chest, I think. Oh, right, does he? Paris Hilton, yeah. Right. Uh, that's not even libelous. I don't no, think. I don't think it's a fact, is it? I mean, we've all seen the evidence. Uh, another interesting fact about Lady Randolph is that she was rumoured to have had numerous lovers during her marriage. Oh. One of which was German politician Herbert von Bismarck. Mm. So, that, who's to, you know, a son goes later on in life to become British PM and obviously leads the Allies into battle against the bloody Germans, she's, oh. she's up shagging one of them. Right, and we think, that's why, so we think that's why he did it. He's always hit. Probably, yeah. So you're saying he, he shot dead um, wrong war. Um, you say, you know, I was going to say something about the Archduke Ferdinand then, but that was World War One, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you trying, aren't you? I'm very fucking trying. I'm um, tired today as well. Apparently, Winston worshipped his mother and wrote numerous letters to her while he was at school, asking her to visit. I th- apparently, at the time, like it was one of them where kids are seen but not heard or whatever. Right. And um, it sounds like an old woman's creeping around in the background. <laughs> um, so he was sent off to boarding school, and that was it, really. Yeah. Or they had a nanny to care for him. Um, so he wrote letters to his mum to ask her to visit, which she rarely did. He wrote about her. She shone for me like the evening star. I loved her dearly, but at a distance. Oh, Jack so, and I mean, has your mum always been there for you, Johnny? Oh, mum's sound, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Look, well, you sent me some pastry up and um, a tin of corned beef the other day. Like, I mean, she, she is living in the 1800s. Yeah, my auntie came to visit us the other day and she was like, oh, your mum sent you a present. And I was like, brilliant, is it money? And then she was like, here you go. And I had a look and it was uh, it was genuinely, it was a tin of pastry mix, hmm. a packet of pastry mix and a tin of corned beef. Is it the corned beef in the tin with the key? Ooh, I assume so. Was it a square, a rectangular tin? Shall I go and check? It's fine, mate. I'll check. No, sorry. I mean, no, no. You know. Look, the listeners won't be able to sell this, you know when people download it they go oh look it's a 50 minute podcast and like the majority of it is you rummaging through cupboards and it's got a key yeah it's got a key there yeah. we go proper uh, Prince's oh. Prince's corned beef I think that'll uh, give you an idea of just how well I'm doing <laughs> corned beef pie next week yeah um, it's too cliche that yeah Churchill's earliest exposure to education occurred in Dublin Johnny no um, where a governess tried teaching him reading, writing, and arithmetic. My earliest um, exposure to education happened despite a Tory government. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I mean, Churchill was a liberal, and then he was eventually Conservative Party Boo. leader. Boo. Yeah. Boo. Um, Winston was classed as independent and rebellious by nature, and as a result had a poor academic record in school. So I think they were saying it's just Mate, you've got your shit. research mixed up. Go on. Right? When, that's the bit about his mother, in it. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Winston Churchill's mother loved him very, very dearly. She couldn't get to see him very often because he was a boarding school. <laughs> right? So she bought herself a necklace. And on that necklace, there was a little locket yeah. that had his picture in. Mm. Yeah? He was independent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, you've definitely used that joke before as well. Brilliant. 
Um, Winston, this is, it. this is a little fact for you here, a little fact mm-hmm. nugget. Fact nugget, fact nugget. Um, had red hair and spoke with a stutter and a lisp as a youth, apparently. Mm. A bit like, so you can imagine like Mick Hucknall. From Simply Red? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, at age 18, while visiting his aunt, uh, Lady Wimborne, in Bournemouth, he fell 29 feet from a bridge, leaving him unconscious for three days and bedridden for three months. Mm. So, a little fact about Churchill, which I will go on about now. Um, he's very accident prone. Apologies for the rustling, by the way. Yeah, sorry. He still writes everything down. On yeah, the I still write everything down because I actually researched for the show. Um, very accident prone. Fell from a bridge that I just mentioned, nearly died. Which bridge? Um, in one in Bournemouth. Oh, loads somewhere. of research there, isn't it? Doesn't one it? One in Bournemouth somewhere. Uh, I do research. I do research. What's your bridge called? And he fell twenty nine feet when he was eighteen. There's more facts in that sentence than you've done in any podcast of your own. Yeah, fair enough. I'll give yeah. you that one. Um, he nearly drowned in a Swiss lake. I don't, again, I don't know what lake. He doesn't get on well with water. This lad does he? Um, he fell from several horses because apparently he was quite a good polo player, but he no. fell from horses. Uh, dislocated his shoulder disembarking a ship in India. So you write about the water thing. Crashed a plane while learning to fly. Mm-hmm. You know when he fell off the horses playing polo? Yeah, he was on. actually playing water polo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that it was. That's why they kicked him off. Brought a horse in with him. Uh, was that, would the horse be in trunks? I like how you explained that. I did the joke and you went, ha, ha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was, brought a horse with him, didn't he? <laughs> I'm just picturing him like the horse in trunks and it trying to put like a pound in, you know, the... Uh, oh, it could it, hold it in that cleft in it too. No, it hasn't got a cleft, the horse, has it? You're thinking of a goat. Oh, right, yeah. You know, like when you put a pound in so you can lock the lock your clothes in the lockers? Mm-hmm. The horse wouldn't be able to do that. You, you were struggling for the word locker then, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was, yeah. Um, I just pictured the horse doing that. It'd have to take off, you know, them socks that they wear? It'd <laughs> yeah. have to take them off and put them in. It'd take ages, wouldn't it? You'd be like, come on! Oh, it would be a nightmare taking a horse swimming. Yeah, it would be a bar late, wouldn't it? Yeah. Let's not do it. Yeah, and then, like, if it did a piss, like, sometimes you have a discreet piss in the swimming baths. Mm. Like it'd find out. Oh, it is a fact for you. You know when people say there's a chemical they put in um, pools oh, that changes yeah. the colour when you have a wee in it. Complete myth. No, it's, if the, it's a complete myth, mate. If boys have a wee, it goes red, and if girls have a wee, it goes blue. I remember once I went swimming as Are a you, kid yeah, with my mum yeah, and dad. Yeah, like the red arrows. Again, you've used that joke. I've used that joke a million times. Yeah, yeah. definitely on this show at least four times. Um, but no, yeah. it's a complete myth that. Oh yeah. Doesn't exist as a thing. I think I might mention that myself before. We should do a round called Hit or Myth. Uh, that's how Mike Tyson would say it. we should do it in like yeah. Mike Tyson voice. Um, he was hit by a car when he looked the wrong way, um, trying to cross New York City. And they put this dozy fucker in charge. Exactly. So he was very accident prone, was old um, Winston. I can't say it without doing a Jamaican accent. You can't, can you? No. You are, I'm a boring, yeah? Oh, well, a bit, yeah. Where's the fun? Here we go. He was also a Freemason. I've mentioned right. Freemasons before, haven't I? Yeah. Um, Linked to Manchester, so can you, can you get locked up, Masons? Uh, Suppose that's when they've done some bad stonework and they have to go in jail. A Morgan Freemason. Uh, no. No. Okay. No. Um, he was also he's got a link to Manchester. He was a member of the Loyal Waterloo Lodge of the National Independent Order of Oddfellows. Yep. Do you know what that is, Johnny? Oddfellows is a type of isn't it a brewery? Oddfellows do um. <laughs> All this IPA shite. <laughs> uh, not quite. Uh, this was founded in Manchester in 1810. 
and has the motto, friendship, love and truth. A bit like me and you. Oh, yeah. don't touch me. Uh, <laughs> it was initially set up to protect and care for their members and communities at a time when there was no welfare state or national health service. So he was part of this group that cared for other people. It's sort of like you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. A bit like the Freemasons. No, it's nice, isn't it? Churchill met his future wife, uh, Clementine Hosier. You know, I wish I had a girlfriend called Clementine. I'd like that. Do you? Oh, my darling, oh, my darling, oh, my darling, Clementine. It's a good song, that, isn't it? Why are you from the black country? Clementine. <laughs> That's how it goes. You know, um, I've heard that song before. I've not. No. Um, perhaps you can sing it to me later on in the pub. Yeah. Um, he met his wife in 1904 at a ball in Crew House. Oh. I believe that is in Crew. Before you ask. Uh, and they would marry in 1904. Their first child, it's Diana... It's not, by the way, listen, everyone knows Crew House is in fucking Bournemouth. What a prick. <laughs> it's not, it's not. Jeez. Uh, the first child, Diana, was born in... Where's, yeah, no, right, where's Manchester House? Fucking Stockport, dickhead. Right. You don't have Crew House There's not just one crew. Manchester House. But the one I'm thinking of. The one where you met her is in Crew, mate. Right. Right, the first child, Johnny. What was she called, if you're listening? <sighs> Because I've said it three times already. Clementine. Diana, fuck's sake, was born in London, 11th of July, 1909. Um, uh, that was in May. Oh, sorry, no, May. Oh, God, see what you've done to me. May 1911, Randolph was born. And 7th of October. Randolph was born? Yeah, his son. Whose son? Who are we fucking talking about? Winston Churchill. Right. So Diana was born... Oh, whatever. He had two kids, I No, no, he didn't. Oh, he didn't, because right, no. then he had another one. 7th of October 1914, Sarah was born. Their fourth child... Um, so the fourth child, so they decided to give it a normal name to celebrate. Marigold. Oh, fucking hell. Was born four days after the end of World War One on the 15th of November 1918, but died due to illness on the 23rd of August 1921. So make a joke about that now, you sick well, bastard. Well, I'm not going to make a joke about it, but if she was born just after the war ended, yeah. then that means that she was conceived while the war was on. In and truly, at that late stage of the war, he should have had his mind off the ladies. First World War, mate. Oh, right, fair enough. If you listen. Oh, no, no. I mean, 1918 should have given that away, you know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck off. Um, and on 50, she tragically died uh, 1921, I believe, septicemia. Mm. Uh, on the 15th of September 1922, their last child, Mary, was born. Um, Churchill, what did he love, Churchill? Not cigars. <sighs> Incorrect. Well, cigars, yes. Oh, I thought that was one of these urban myth things where he always had a cigar, but he didn't actually like them. No, he, he only had them for the look or something like he that. He loved a cigar, and do you know where this iconic cigar thing came from? Where? Basically, he got into the military. Is right? it Charlie Chaplin or is that Hitler's mustache? That's Hitler's tash, mate. Ah, right. Um, due to his military background and after being accepted into the Royal Military College Sandhurst on his fourth attempt, so he had to do like a, I don't know, like your 11 plus or something to get into the. Ah, uh, I mean, if it was a fitness test, if it was all, all on all them cigars, he wouldn't have been able to run. Well, he wasn't on cigars at this point. Can oh, I go right. on to that? Um, on his fourth attempt, anyway, he applied um, and qualified to get in, and he trained for the cavalry rather than infantry because uh, the required grade was lower. And he didn't. It didn't involve maths, which he didn't like. So he was a bit lazy. But I yeah. like that about him. Mm. You know what I mean? Because um, he's lazy, but a bit clever with it. But isn't that wrong with that? Is there? Well, uh, and he was commissioned as a second lieutenant, lieutenant. What do they call it? Oh, the two different things, aren't they? Lieutenant, I believe. 
uh, on the 20th of February 1895. So again, Johnny, well before the war, right? right so yeah. we're getting too carried away. Uh, now, in 1895 as well, during the Cuban War of Independence, Churchill travelled to Cuba to um, observe the Spanish fight the Cuban guerrillas. Guerrillas. Yeah, yeah, but not... Not gorilla, not big hairy <laughs> not, things. Not chimps, yeah. Um, he came under fire on his 21st birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Um, Just a more extreme version of the bumps, isn't it? And this was the first ta- time of about 50 times during his life that he was shot at. And here is where he acquired his taste for Havana cigars, Johnny. Um. He couldn't move for fags in his house after that. And, and he likes cigars as well, apparently. <laughs> Um, gay joke, nothing wrong with that. No, whatever, I'm too tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, as an officer, he served time in Cuba, Bombay, Bangalore, Egypt, Which Which, bay did, which bay did he bomb? Um, well, it's, I think, is that, that's India now, is that Mumbai in India now, Bombay? It's not called Bombay now, is it? Bombay, Sapphire, it's a type of gin. <laughs> well, now you turn it around to drink, innit? Yeah, uh, I might have some Prosecco in a bit. He was also a war correspondent. Now, he blagged about £250 a month for, to be a war correspondent, right? Yeah. Which is the equivalent of, like, a shitload of money these days. Oh, yeah, again. Like, yeah. about £200,000, I don't know, £200,000 a year right. in today's money, just for being a war correspondent, because he had a bit of a gift of the gab, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and he was a war correspondent in South Africa, uh, here while reporting on the conflict between British and Dutch settlers... He was um, ambushed and captured and became a prisoner of war. So there you go. Um, Very interesting. So that's sort of... I mean, we know, obviously, what he went on to do in that. I just wanted to see if you knew any of these facts, Johnny. He went on to have a row with the Germans, didn't he? He didn't like the Germans for what didn't care for much. You know what else he didn't care for? Uh, Wasn't he horrifically racist? He was a little bit of a naughty boy, racism. Who did he really dislike? Think of a nice, peaceful man of the past. Um, all glasses like you Mahatma Gandhi yeah yeah. he couldn't, didn't like him did he couldn't stand him no couldn't stand him Churchill disliked Gandhi and his peaceful protests and called Zulus Afghans and der- dervishes what what dervishes that just sounds ignorant that doesn't it just say it again but as if you know what we're on about <laughs> well it's not is it a mo- it's not a modern term that is it I don't know they call them savages and barbarous people anyway right Um Sorry if that offended anyone. But it's not offensive, is it? It just makes you sound ignorant. Well, I am ignorant. Fuck them. Um, the first known use of the term OMG, Johnny. Oh, my God. Was in a letter from Lord Fisher to Winston Churchill, September 9th. Oh, and I wonder what he did. 1917. You wonder what Lord Fisher did? Yeah, he put prices on things, didn't he? <laughs> Oh, you know, you, you set them up, I'll, I'll make them work, mate. Don't worry about that. Um, Winston Churchill, do you think he was a good singer, Johnny? Oh, no, he couldn't hold a tune. No, well, you're probably right, but he was in the music charts twice. Is his, uh, his part of that speech on that? Yeah, bingo. First in 1965, shortly after his death, uh, with The Voice Of, which is a collection of his most famous speeches. And then the 70th anniversary of the Battle of Britain, Reach for the Skies. I don't think that's... Um, Reach for the skies, shoot shoot every German down. You gotta reach, reach for the skies. Vapo would have fit in well there, would it? Syllable wise, yeah. Reach for the skies, shoot every love Vapo. No. No, shoot every German down because you want to shoot them down, don't you? Not. Anyway, Anyway. uh, reach for the skies uh, by the Central Band of the Royal Air Force, so that he hit the charts twice. 
Um, like his wartime foe, Winston Churchill was an accomplished artist. Hitler wasn't an artist. Oh, did we discuss this on your thing? Yeah, everyone reckons he was a vegetarian painter. He wasn't a vegetarian, he was shite at art. <laughs> right, okay. Um, he began painting in his 40s and created more than 500 pieces over a 48-year period. Uh, some work is in the National Trust collection, apparently. don't know if they're any good. I, you know what I think? I've not even looked at any of his work, right? I reckon hmm. people go, oh, it's by Churchill, must be good. Like, And if we'd have done it, It'd have been shit. It'd have been shit, you know what yeah. I mean? He could have put a paintbrush up his ass and just dragged it along some canvas and people gone, yeah, but Churchill did it. Hmm. And then, you know. And I do it and I get banned out of B&Q. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know what I mean? Where's, where's justice? Um, he also coined the phrase an iron curtain or behind the iron curtain in a How speech in March 1946. Um, he was an award-winning author who wrote over 20 books and received a Nobel Prize for Literature in 1953 and is the only Prime Minister to ever do so. Mm. I've just um, had the buzzer on the door removed. Oh, right. Okay. I'm hoping I'm going to win a Nobel Prize. <laughs> books, mate. They have been quite good today. It's, it's like being with someone with special needs. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's like. I am special. Uh, well, yeah, we're well aware. Um... Apparently a very emotional man. Yeah. Uh, a bit like you. He would sob when given bad news at meetings about the war and stuff. Mm. And can be heard holding back tears in many broadcasts. Oh, bless him. He's a sensitive wee soul, isn't he? Oh, oh, steady now. Oh, no, you can't ensure it's all bloody hell. Something like that, probably. Yeah, good one, that. Um, apparently he wore nothing while in his bedroom. He liked to walk around bollock naked. Nah. Yeah, do you not? Um, I love it. But I'm not Prime Minister. Right. You know what I mean? Um, according to people working in the White House during a, a 1941 visit at Christmas, uh, Mr Churchill wore no clothes at all most of the time during the day. I reckon you'd get, you'd get more done. Mm. Or would you get less done? I'd get less done because I'd keep losing my keys. You'd be touching your bits, wouldn't you? Yeah, that as well. You'd do that thing that I know you've done because you've sent me pictures where you put your glasses on the base of your penis and pretend the penis is in ours. Yeah. Yeah. You sent me a picture of that before now. I did once. Was that when we... That was, that was probably that before, was when we was, first, that was before the podcast. That was when we first started. I should have known then, should I? Yeah, you should have. I should have known then. You should have just deleted my number at that point and walked away from the whole situation. It. And he sent it on Snapchat as well, otherwise that definitely would have been still in my phone somewhere for a rainy day. Yeah. Um, I haven't used Snapchat for ages. No, no, you're never on it. You should use it more, I, I think. I don't understand it as a thing, though. Why you need to educate me. Why don't you understand Snapchat? I just don't... I don't get it. What do you Like, get? Who, who's going to look at my Snapchat? Who cares? Like, Facebook's one thing, because you're friends with people. Yeah, but if you do it stupid, I do something funny, then. Yeah, but who in this world cares enough to load up my little icon? Don't I care. Oh, I care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. I'll watch it. I'm sure other people would watch it as well. Yeah, well I'll, do a, I'll do a snap. Um, Is that what it's called? I've, a snap? Yeah, it's called a snap. I'm going to put teeth on it. I've got a friend of mine. Uh, bearing in mind I'm a heterosexual male and as is my friend. Um, he just sends me dick pics on it. It could be him just having a piss in your urinal. Are you trying to tell me something, James? No, and then and you know what he started doing now? Just messages me on it. Dick pic, question mark. And sometimes I'll go, go on, go on then. Sometimes I'm like, nah. Most of the time I'm like, nah. Sometimes it gets through. The best ones are when it's out of the blue and you don't expect it and it's him having a piss in your eye and it's like a three minute, not three minute, sorry, three second video. Three minute video would be a bit weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so yes, I've got friends on there. Who do but what that. happens if someone else walks in the toilet at that point and he's just there filming himself? That's the risk he takes, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, what would you use Snapchat for, Johnny? What's your What's your handle on it? What's your uh, name on it? John, Johnny Boxfile or something. It's probably Johnny Boxfile or some derivative of. Uh, I can't think what mine is on there now, but it's not. Yours like yours like so ridiculous, like the Swamp Man or something. Yeah, I think mine is the Swamp Man. Where did that come from? I don't know. I just made that up in my head once. Mm. You know, I really want to use the handle Gab the Seer. You know, Gab the Seer is or who he was. Yeah. It's a missing part of the Bible. Yeah. Called Gab the Seer. Mm, interesting, isn't it? No, no, no. I always want to use that. Instead, it's just counterfeit crooky on everything now. Oh, I'm on Instagram now as well. Do you on Instagram? Uh, Probably. Did you set one up years ago? Yeah, set one up years ago. I put about three pictures on it and deleted it. Yeah, and I all forgot your password. That's the worst one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram now. Oh, right. So you'll have to get on it. Ah, get fucking we could Instagram. We'll get fact on it as well, mate. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Could do that now, actually, couldn't I? You could do a get fact. I could do an Instagram now. Yeah. Um, even though we are partway through... You know, Churchill and that. Oh, yeah, we'll get back on the topic. We've, we've had a, we're having a nice time. Shut up, listening, you fucking God, idiot. shut up. Good, you want facts all the time. Just facts after facts. Oh, me, me, me. I, I, I. Self, self, self. Well, no. We'll do it in our own time. Yeah, we will. And you know what? You're not even paying for this. Um, apparently, um, this is what he said about drink, Churchill. What? Is this going to make me want to drink? I could not live without champagne. In victory, I deserve it. In defeat, I need it. Oh, yes. Uh, he didn't say that, oh, yes, at the end. But, yeah, he said, I could not live without champagne. Uh, in victory, I deserve it. In defeat, I need it. Mm. Uh, in his first speech as PM, he said, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears and sweat. Yeah, uh, less of the body than the fluids, mate. <laughs> I mean, have you got a plan? <laughs> <laughs> You know, anything written down. Yeah. Um, it would have been nice at the end of that if he'd have said, and car insurance, but I think that's a different Churchill. Yes. Uh, he was also made an honorary citizen of America. USA! USA! And he was Prime Minister twice. Was he? Yeah, he was, yeah. Mm. You better believe it, you schmuck. Are you doing an Instagram then? I'm going to do an Instagram right now. Um, right, he, well, make sure it's good. I will do because you can do like good filters in it. That? That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, he died on the twenty fourth of January, nineteen sixty five, due to a stroke, aged ninety. Johnny. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my research on Churchill. What do you think of him? Think he was an alright bloke? Uh, no, I think he was a bigot. Um, yeah, and obviously you can't say that because he won the war, didn't he? Not but, popular, is it? That view. Yeah, but I'm sure. I'm sure I've read somewhere that he was an absolute prick. He's an absolute piece of work, was he? Yeah, and I don't like people like that. And I, I like nice boys and girls. Thank you. <laughs> do you? What like me and you? Yeah. Um, do you want to do the filter on Instagram? Oh, can I choose the filter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, anyway, back to real life, Johnny. Yeah. Um, that's it, really, isn't it? Yeah, we're about there. You've not said anything that needs cutting out, so we're over half an hour. Yes. So I didn't do any. I didn't do any like jokes that are a bit. No, didn't yeah. say, didn't say <laughs> once. <laughs> oh my god, that just crept up on me. Well, I've burped. No. Oh, no. Can't do the other end because it might be a little bit, you know, touch and go. Um, but yeah, um, like us on. Well, like and subscribe. Not like and subscribe. Why do I say that? Subscribe. Yeah. Um, and leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, we're on Twitter at GetFatCast. 
um, email. Uh, getfatcast at gmail.com. Um, that's about it, really, isn't it? Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.